This is the time when you get to be quiet and I get to talk. You need this stuff badly and this is going to feel like drinking out of a fire hydrant. Do you know what a fire hydrant is? If you unscrewed a fire hydrant, it would knock you into the next county. This is going to feel like taking a sip from a fire hydrant. It would ju it's just going to be too much, too fast, but I'm sorry. There's no other way we can do this. We only have a limited number of days that I get to even talk to you guys. All right. I'm going to ask you these questions a hundred times because I want you to get, the, get it right on the test. What is an argument? According to Mr. Dean, that's, that's the only one you need to know. What's an argument? It's where you draw conclusions from various reasons. If you don't know that yet, you need to know it. You should look on my MCS and find out when our uh, next test is. Um, some of you bombed the memory verse. Hello, they're memory verses. Monkeys, they trained to punch buttons on a console out in space. If monkeys can punch buttons on a console, you can memorize words. You don't have to think. Yeah, hand me the extras if you wouldn't mind. Pass those up. Pass them to Gracie. Gracie to Desi. Desi to Kennedy. Um, actually, the lowest form of thinking is memorization. It's the lowest form of thinking. You don't even have to come up with any kind of reasoning or any deduction, any process. You just have to simply... Okay, so when you bomb those, it tells me you didn't spend any time memorizing. And we're pretty out of practice memorizing these days. Why do you think that is? Because <gasps> we don't have to because we've got this, the iPhone that can remember things for us. And this, although it is awesome and I love it, has absolutely destroyed and dismantled what we know of as the art of memorization today. Well, we need to revive that because you're going to need scripture in certain battle situations, I think, in your life. And if you haven't been in a battle where you've needed scripture, um, talk to Mr. Williams about, is he in a battle right now where he might need some scripture when his nephew was shot and killed in Odessa Friday night? I say nephew because he and Albert Hall, our worship leader, Albert Hall's nephew, uh, and, and Albert and, and Mr. Williams are about as close as brothers can be. And Mr. Williams has known this 18-year-old boy that is no more since he was seven. So I think he has a right to call him his nephew. He need, he's in a battle right now and he needs scripture, but um, he doesn't always have the resources to go and find the Bible and say, what did I need? I need to be encouraged. So um, you're going to need scripture, not just for yourself, but for other people too. And it's never real convincing when you say, well, you know, I think it says somewhere in the Bible that good things come to those who wait. Isn't that in the Bible somewhere? I think so. No, that's Heinz ketchup. Oh, um, yeah, that's right. But it sounded real Bible-y. Oh, you know, you're not going to get very far with that guy. So uh, argument, drawing conclusions from various reasons. What's a, uh, what's a fallacy then? Gee, I don't know. What's a good fallacy? Well, fallacy has the word fail at its root. And fallacies, we're going to talk about fallacies and the fallacies that we commit when we argue, when we make a case for somebody that doesn't think that we have truth. Maybe they think they have the truth. Uh, what is it called when you come up and you slap down your conclusion, boom, with no supporting evidence whatsoever? 
That's an assertion. That's where you take the roof and you go slap it on the ground and go, there's my house. And they're like, that's not a house. It's a roof on the ground. No, no, that's my house. Now, roofs are supported by walls and walls are like our premises. They're like our reasons, okay? Well, those walls, they can be plumb, they can be square, they can be strong, or they can be really flimsy and wobbly. Uh, and that's your job and my job is to identify really flimsy reasoning, poor reasoning. Think about this. Why did you go up and punch your sister right in the face? And little Jimmy says, because big brother Johnny did it. So your big brother Johnny punched your sister in the face? Yeah. Now, is that a good reason to go and punch your sister? Well, he did it. No, that's a terrible reason. It's, it's a reason that kids use. Well, so-and-so got to do it. So-and-so does it. Why are you jeweling? Well, all my friends do it. Oh, your friends do Well, why didn't you say so? Jewel, jewel on, jewel on, right? No, nobody would say that. Those are terrible reasons. So I want you to become good at spotting a fallacy and saying, wait, that's actually not very good reasoning, all right? There are formal fallacies. We're not gonna talk about those. Those have to do with the structure of the argument itself. We're gonna focus on the informal fallacies and those are the fun ones. Let me ask you a question. Generally, over here, do y'all believe in evolution? No? Okay. That's pretty sad because you actually <laughs> should. I totally believe in evolution. Um, first of all, look at my clothes. Not the coolest, I understand. Chill out, all right? But at least I'm wearing some. And I'm not in a polyester suit with high water pants and a big wide tie and a derby and came in saying, hello, my ladies, right? No, I'm a little bit more up to date than that. Um, I've got some cool pants on. K-U-H-L, cool, it's a brand. Cool pants. Um, I've got some, some, you know, nice leather shoes. Um, I've got a button-down shirt. I don't have to wear the tie anymore. You know, I don't look like your grandpa, hopefully, do I, Abigail? No. Okay, so um, I believe in evolution because I'm, in fact, all of you that I see, nobody looks like they're right out of the 20s. Carpetbaggers, right? Nobody's got a beehive hairdo. So you do believe in evolution. How many of you ever take medicine when you're sick? Liars! You believe in evolution if you take medicine. What does penicillin do to bacteria? It kills it. It stops it. You ever take a penicillin or any kind of amoxicillin, any cillins? Then you believe in evolution. Sitting there telling me you don't believe in evolution. How many of you answered in the English language? Oh, that's right. All of you. So you must believe in evolution. Like, yet you sat there and told me, Mr. Dean, I don't believe in evolution. Using the same language that has evolved to be modern English, what we use today. Why are you liars? Oh, you thought I was asking a different question. Well, what question did you think I was asking you? Ah, but did I say that? No. So what was your fail? What was your fallacy when I said, hey, do you believe in evolution? What question should you have asked me? What do you mean by evolution? And then I could have said, I mean like linguistic evolution, the evolution of languages. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Anybody in here not believe in that? <laughs> Anybody going to answer in like Latin? No, you all believe in linguistic evolution. Anybody ever say, sup? Yeah. Do you mean the act of eating dinner around a triclinium table? We all supped. 
and Jesus was at our side. No, when you say sup, what do you mean? That's an evolution. What's up? Okay. Um, what do you mean by evolution? Oh, uh, I mean, do you believe in the fact that new information can be created through random variations and the process of natural selection? Do any of you believe that? called Darwinian evolution. No, okay, cool, I don't believe that either. I, th I believe in microevolution, small adaptive changes over time, but I don't believe in macroevolution that you all descended from a common ancestor. I don't believe it. So that is the first area that we need to talk about and it's called equivocation. Now I like that because I happen to be fluent in Spanish and in Spanish, the word equivocar means to make a mistake. And so an equivocation in fallacy terms is when we have more than one definition for a word. Okay, uh, it's called the fallacy of ambiguity and it's on page five and six of your little packet there. If I said to you all, I saw kids in my basement. You might be like, oh, hey, that's cool. Or you might be like, ah, it's creepy. Right? Depending upon what you mean by the word saw. <laughs> right? I saw kids in my basement. Whoa, that's super creepy. Um, or, oh, I saw kids. Or I saw kids in the basement. Yeah, the basement might be. All right, I saw kids right out in the middle of the park. Whoa, that's pretty daring. Uh, so what do you mean by saw? That is an equivocation. It's the fallacy of equivocation. You might be speaking to somebody on a college campus, and I assume you will, even on Christian college campuses, and they might, you know, um, hey, are you a believer? Oh, absolutely. Um, like you worship like Jesus Christ. Oh, love Jesus Christ. Oh, okay, we're the same. Well, Mormons use the word Jesus Christ to mean something. Jehovah's Witnesses use the word Je Jesus Christ to mean something, but they don't even come close to what you mean when you say Jesus Christ. Fallacy of equivocation. Um, there are a couple more. Remember fine for parking here? Guy pulls up in his car, sees a sign, fine for parking here, and he goes, all right, cool. He walks away, all right, fine for parking here, cool. Equivocate. What do you mean by fine? And he can't ask the sign, but um, it's ambiguous. It's a, it's a fallacy of ambiguity. So if I were in taking notes, uh, the umbrella, that's not too bad. It's not too good. The umbrella is called am ambiguity. Ambiguity. That's the, that's the overarching category. Underneath ambiguity will come equivocation. Another one called fallacy of amphiboly. What's the fallacy of amphiboly? Well, what does amphiboly sound like to you? <laughs> you little zoologists? An amphibian. Good. What is an amphibian? Okay, that's an example of an amphibian. That's not what an amphibian is. What is an amphibian? Oh, I never really thought about that. Well, what is a frog able to do that other creatures aren't? 
live on land and water. Cool. Give me another amphibian, an example, other than a frog. Salamander. Salamander. Cool. What else? Uh, alligator. Alligator. Yeah. A alligator. That's what I said. You know what the frog did when his truck broke down? He had to get a jump. After that doesn't work, he's going to have to have it towed. <laughs> jump in the toad. Okay. That's why I love puns is because they are fallacies of equivocation. That's all a pun is. It's a fallacy of equivocation. It's more than one meaning for a word. That's where a lot of our humor rests. Okay, so in amph, what do you think amph means? And this is where, again, Latin or, or uh, Spanish can help you out. That's why I want my kids to learn Spanish. Um, amph, what's another word that has amph in it? Amphitheater. Good. What is an amphitheater? <laughs> okay, it's actually a place where both sides can be heard. You can hear on both, the right and the left, okay? Instead of, boy, it's coming predominantly from over there. Because it comes from a word, amph, amphibian, lives on land and water. It lives on both. Well, the word in Spanish is ambos. And ambos means both. Yeah. So um, think of somebody that is ambidextrous. What is ambidextrous? They can use both hands. So they can bat right-handed. They can bat left-handed. That's an ambidextrous person. Do you know what the word literally means? I love roots. I love words. Words are so awesome. It's like a big Subway sandwich. I just want to pull it apart and see all the yummy little ingredients in there and see why it's so delicious. Okay, ambidextrous. What does dextro mean? Besides the bad guy in G.I. Joe, if you ever watched that, big silver head. Not talking about dextro. But what does dextro mean in Latin, Greek? Oh, I don't know, Mr. Dean. Um, I bet you'll know if I, if I make it a contrast to sinister. What does sinister mean? Bad, evil. Well, the word sinister is just simply an antonym of dexter. Dextra, sinistra. Dextra, sinistra. You want to see me do something with dexterity? I'm going to do it in a right-handed way. I've got dexterity. It means I've got right-handedness. Now, if I'm sinister, all it means is left-handed. But it became, oh, he did that in a very sinister way. That left-handedness took on that meaning of evil, immoral, against the law, not good, because people with a predominant left hand were seen as not as good as right-handed. Probably arbitrary assignments, but so somebody that's ambidextrous, what do they literally have? They have two right hands. Cool, I got two right hands. I mean, that would look weird, but that's what it really means. Ambidextrous means two right hands. They can do things well with both hands. So a fallacy of amphiboly is when something um, it's, it's a subcategory of ambiguity. So it's ambiguous. It means, uh, I don't know. Which one is it? Amphiboly occurs when the ambiguity of words or phrases, 
arise from their grammatical structure. I'll give you some examples. This is one of the, my favorite fallacy of amphiboly. I shot an elephant in my pajamas. And you're thinking, what is the elephant doing in your pajamas? No, no, no. No, 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 no. I didn't shoot an elephant in my pajamas. I shot an elephant in my pajamas. Oh. Okay, you see how that can be taken both, right? I threw the cow over the fence some hay. Wait, what? Oh, you didn't throw the cow. No, I can't. They're too heavy. You just threw some hay to the cow. Yeah, but you said it like I threw the cow over the fence some hay. You see how that structure makes it sort of weird sounding? How about this one? Moses, and this is absolutely true, by the way. Moses is the daughter of Pharaoh's son. True or false? You're thinking, Moses wasn't the daughter of Pharaoh's son. Really? I'll bet you $1,000 he was the daughter of Pharaoh's son. What do you think, Cody? What's wrong with that? Daughters aren't guys. Okay, I didn't say they were, did I? And Cody's like, I'm afraid to answer in this class, man. This is terrible. <laughs> Moses was the, that's what I said, the daughter of Pharaoh's son. That's all I said. It's Moses was the daughter of Pharaoh's son. And everybody was like, no, he's not, no, he's not. You see how I said it makes it sound weird and like I mean something else? Helicopter powered by human flies. There are human flies? Oh my gosh. I didn't know there were human flies. No, no. Helicopter powered by human flies. Oh, okay. Fallacy of amphiboly. You like those? Yes. yes. Toying the page. So what's your point? Ah, oh, okay. All right. Have a great class, everybody. We'll see you manana.